Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And, and our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped. And love's a circle with no end. <laughs> happiness is egg shaped. Happiness is egg shaped and loves Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is Podcast with me, your host Bruce Aitchison from Happiness Is Egg Shaped. And today is a first. It is a first that I have wanted for a very long time. I have wanted to speak to someone from football, and here we go. I have a footballer for you. A man who has played for some of the biggest teams around the length and breadth of the country, quite literally. Scored a goal against Hibs, but I'm not going to hold that against them. He's now gone on post-career to do great things for lots of other people. Next week, there is a big event that is to be 
dual purpose. It's going to help his foundation and the My Name is Doddy Foundation. The work that is going on is absolutely magnificent and it is all in his name. And I'm very keen to speak to him and you are here to listen to him. So let's bring him in, the one and the only former Scotland international and Aberdeen football legend, Russell Anderson. Hello, sir. Hello, Bruce. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Um, I wasn't particularly happy that you'd score goals against Hibs, but what's that feeling like when you score a goal in front of thousands of people? Well, funnily enough, my first goal for the first team was against Hibs. <laughs> um, so that's probably one of the ones I do remember uh, most fondly. I'd been in the first team for a wee while and had, um, struggled to get anywhere near scoring. Um, so that one... Uh, <laughs> At the time, we were going through a bit of a tough spell. Every school fell was manager, and we were struggling to collect any kind of points. Um, but that day, everything seemed to click. We won 4 0. I actually think we were 4 0 up at half time, and I scored my first goal um, for, for Aberdeen that day. So, uh, no, there's nothing better, I suppose. Um, I think, I suppose it depends the position you play to an extent. If, if you're expected to score goals, I'm sure that the feeling is still the same. But if you're a defender or a midfielder, you pop up the goal now and again. Yeah, it's, it's a great buzz. Being a centre half or sometimes a right back, scoring a goal, do you have a celebration up your sleeve or does emotion just take over? Yeah, um, and certainly for that one, I uh, wasn't expecting it, so it was more surprise than anything else, which you could probably uh, realise when if you watch the footage back. So no, I, cert- I didn't have a celebration. Um, it was very much off the cuff. Um, so no, I can't say I did. And fo- football is your love. Now, I'm keen to ask this, though, because you went to a school that's pretty well known for throwing a rugby ball around. That is very true, yes. Uh-huh. Um, grammar school in Aberdeen. So I had my first experience of rugby when we went into the first year because that was what you did. I'm still not sure if that is how they do it now. But yeah, uh, the first couple of years, it was um, introduction to rugby, which... For some of the, uh, the, the the boys back then, they would have played rugby before, so it wasn't really anything new to them. But for me, um, it was a completely new experience. Um, there was parts of it I enjoyed, but I wasn't tough enough to play rugby. <laughs> There's so, Rugby's full of people that were hopeless at football, though. So you, you had that first choice in the bag. Well, no, in fairness... Um, there's, there's some things I like about rugby that I think football could learn from. <laughs> uh, but in terms of uh, yeah, the, the sport itself, I enjoy watching it. Um, being down, uh, I tell you, I was down at um, Murrayfield for the Six Nations just before lockdown. I think it was, was it the France game that they played? That was my first experience of uh, Murrayfield and I loved it. Um, so yeah, I would love to go back actually. Well, we need we need to organise that. So you keep playing football in what was primarily a rugby school. Did did the boys love and did the pupils and staff love to talk to you about that journey that you were on? Uh, well, I think after the first couple of years, you then got the choice to then choose football over rugby if you wanted to. So it was a bit of a no-brainer for me. Um, but uh, no, I enjoyed the, the time there we actually had a fairly successful football team it, um, it ended up being anyway um, so still had to play in the rugby kit though which was one thing <laughs> you were playing against all these other teams in the Scottish Cup and they would have their nice football kits and we would turn up in our rugby jerseys so it was just part of the fun I suppose. 
<laughs> and was was that the ambition? It was always to be a footballer. Um, I think so. Uh, it just gradually kind of uh, dawned on me over the the time when I was in secondary school that you got asked to sign as an S form, which is the way it worked back then. Um, signed it old now, uh, and as long as you kept progressing, the club were happy with you, and you stayed in the system. Um, and then at the point where they were offering up um, contracts for players to go full-time. I was lucky enough to be offered the opportunity. I stayed on for fifth year, did my hires, uh, just in case football didn't work out. Um, but thankfully, well, it did to a certain degree. I've not heard that phrase in S form for about 25 years. <laughs> so you're obviously a, a smart cookie and stayed on, did your hires. Were you conscious as you were playing football that there was going to be life after it? Yeah, I think the way that it panned out for me is I got quite a serious knee injury when I was 20 and I was out for over a year. Um, and that probably was the uh, that was the catalyst for me to start thinking about um, what might come after football because at that point I thought it might have been then. So I started thinking about options available to me and in fairness when you, you play football you're lucky enough that you've got plenty of uh, spare time that you can do something productive with it if you want to um, so I eventually went down the, the route of studying to become a financial advisor and when you became that experienced captain that leads your club to silverware but you know likened to McLeish and Miller and all those things properly becoming an Aberdeen legend did you put your arm around the young bucks and say listen son maybe you should think beyond the white lines I think there's more and more players are accepting and recognizing that they need to do something if you are lucky enough to be one of the few that really cracks it um down in england for example and um, you'll be set for life then great um you, you deserve it but there's far more don't than do um, and i think there probably is a recognition um of that so players are, are i think they're starting to look um, earlier um, at what the opportunities and options are for them um once football's finished and you wandered away and you went and played down south and then you ended up back at Aberdeen. Did it feel like you were coming home? Um, yeah, it did. I mean, we still had all our family up here. Um, and the way that it kind of finished off down south and injured, surprisingly enough, um, kind of summed up my time down in England. Um, it felt like the right and the natural time to come back up here. Um, and it, it turned out better than I could have hoped because uh, at that point I was still injured, so I wasn't sure whether or not I would be able to play again. Uh, so the, the way that the last couple of seasons worked out, I've managed to get fit and obviously we won the League Cup in 2014. So, uh, yeah, it, it really, um, it was more than I could have hoped for, I would suggest. It's, there's there's so much. I mean, you played for, did, were you an Aberdeen supporter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so you're an Aberdeen supporter, you get to play, you then come back, you get to be captain and then you get to win silverware. That's That's pretty much all of our dreams. Yeah, because I thought I'd missed the boat, to be honest. Um, I'd been at Aberdeen for 10 years before I left, maybe a bit more than that. Um, and we'd got to a couple of finals, but um, hadn't won anything. Uh, so when the opportunity came back, I'm honest enough to say, at first and foremost, I was thinking of trying to get fit more than anything else. So winning silverware was probably the furthest thing from my mind. Um, but yeah, the way it panned out, I, I couldn't have asked for it um, any other way. So we've got this event coming up 
we want to try and raise as, as many pennies as possible to split between your foundation and the My Name is Doddy Foundation. You, you didn't have to do this. What, what was the motivation for you to set up the Russell Anderson Development School? So the, the, the thinking behind it was when I came back from, from England, I was approached by Sir Ian Wood um, through his Wood Foundation, and he was keen to set up some kind of physical activity football essentially for children in, in the, maybe the, the underprivileged areas of the city that couldn't afford perhaps to to access um, football sessions, football training, that kind of stuff. So that's where it started um, after school clubs. Um, the first one was in Tilly Riverbank Primary School and it's just really grown arms and legs since then that we've still got after school clubs but um, by far that the main um, scope of work is actually within school timetables uh, so we're actually working in nine schools now um, full-time coaches just providing um, health and well-being programs to the children um, but there's other bits and pieces going on now like I say it's growing arms and legs for volunteering opportunities employability um, health and well-being mental health awareness practical cooking sessions and um, we've kind of branched into tennis now actually rugby would I would love to get um, some kind of rugby involved for because my, my whole point behind it is I want to give the kids an opportunity to um, experience different things that they might not get the chance to football was the obvious one but like I say um, we've recently just started up the tennis with um, uh, tennis Scotland but like I say I think rugby would be another good one to be honest you must be massively proud of that yeah, uh, well, it's 10 years this year that we'll, we'll have been in. Um, and I think the first, it, it's funny because the first week that we've uh, had that after school club was, I think it was May the 15th. So it's almost 10 years to the day when the golf day will be. And the following week, we've got a, a, a ball um, to kind of recognise and celebrate that. So we started off, I think, with 40 kids in the first after school session. We've got two and a half thousand kids a week now that we're, we're doing so. Um, it's yeah, it's come a long way from those early days. So yeah, really proud of uh, every, everyone involved with it. And as I said at the beginning of this little bit, you didn't have to do this, but Russell Anderson's the one that that did it and put his name to it, and it will take up time and energy and and probably pennies <laughs> at some point as well. Yeah. What what do you get out of being involved in this? I think satisfaction from seeing how it makes a difference just the, the the stories that you hear back from the schools um i think is enough but i think everyone involved now uh, now can see i mean initially i was taking the after school classes now i'm not hands-on as much now it's more behind the scenes stuff where fundraising raising awareness developing opportunities that kind of stuff so it's very different uh, my role in it now from what it was but i'm um, really proud of the the staff that we've got and um, they provide a really good service and like i say the first school we've been in there 10 years so they are they're well known in the area and um, the kids look up to them and they're role models for them which means a lot to be honest i absolutely love it i think it's fantastic what you're doing so we have these fundraising events the the golf day is one of those where does that money go what does the money pay for so it, it pays for the ongoing delivery of the sessions that we're doing so I use the um the practical cooking sessions a perfect example it costs money um for ingredients um we've got one of the local chefs Kevin Douglas he generously gave up his time to um deliver these sessions for the kids 
just to, to give them experience of doing it. Like I say, the ongoing delivery of um, the sessions, it goes to pay for the, the coaches. Um, and the, yeah, uh, so the, the money raised, any, will be um, greatly appreciated and well received. It's amazing how small the world is because Kevin Dalgleish's brother is a good mate of mine and he, he did well to get out of Hoyk and, and head north. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Kevin's been really supportive of it. He's been great um, because, again, same kind of thing. He didn't need to do it. He offered up his time um, and it's the, the kids have loved it, to be honest. It's been great. Fantastic guy. His brother's a great guy. He does a lot in the, the community in Hoyk as well, so I, I, I'm not surprised by that involvement. Are you a golfer yourself? Uh, yes, uh, we use that term loosely. It depends which one of me turns up, to be honest. <laughs> um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Meldrum House is a great course. Uh, hopefully, we get a nice day for it. And yeah, I will. I'll be looking forward to it. It'll be a day out of the office, which is always a bonus. Um, I better watch what I say. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, I do like a game of golf. Yeah. How easy is it? to get your mates involved the, the the Jim Layton and John Hewitt see Russell Anderson come up in the display of the mobile phone and roll their eyes and go what does he want now um, I'm not sure funnily enough I bumped into John last night I was at the Player of the Year Awards for Aberdeen and John was there so um, I was asking him if he's been brushing up on his um, for the question of sport part of it um, so yeah I think they're, they're good guys Jim's uh, well, I played with Jim um, at, when he came back to Aberdeen um, in his uh, yeah, twilight and um, he then obviously Jim, Jim's twilight life. lasted a while <laughs> yeah exactly um, and then he stayed on as a coach for a while as well so no, I've got a lot of time for Jim um, and he plays plenty of golf I've heard over the last couple of years so he should be looking forward to it I would have thought and Johnny's a good player as well very good Brilliant. I love it. I, I'm so excited by it. I can't wait to, to get involved. So there's still a few seats left at the dinner. Um, there's some spaces left for the golf teams. Give us a rallying call for what it would mean to have more people there, to have more pennies in the pot and for the work that goes on. Well, I, I would encourage if anyone's um, available next Thursday, then it will be a, a really good day. Like I say, the venue is first class. Um, there'll be some good banter there um, and most importantly it is raising money for two very worthwhile charities clearly I'm going to say that but the stuff that Dodie Weir does as well is, is really special um, so I think if, if you're thinking about maybe helping out then it, like I say it would be well received uh, we would really appreciate the support Russell I've absolutely loved speaking to you I'm really looking forward to, to meeting in person thank you so so much for joining us and uh, all the very best and I look forward to it pleasure Bruce looking forward to next Thursday I'll see you great stuff thank you well I love that and there's going to be more let's face it he's going to get hit up to come back and do a much longer pod because there's so much in there what a career and to keep putting back in and making the world a better place building relationships sharing experiences and making memories i've heard that before somewhere russell anderson what an absolutely top man doing great things using sport as the vehicle i cannot wait to meet him in person if you've enjoyed this you can watch on facebook and youtube you can listen on apple acast and spotify if you've enjoyed it tell your friends leave us a review and hopefully at some point soon we will be able to meet in person. But in the meantime, please stay safe and I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. My name is Bruce Aitchison from the Happiness Is podcast and my happiness is egg-shaped. All the best. 
Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And, and our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end. For the last six years, Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Join in clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill your boots, bringing rugby together. Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg-Shaped and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg-Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats, towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. We've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out. Get your Happiness is Egg-Shaped merchandise. You can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country, get involved because you know, I know, everybody knows, happiness is egg-shaped. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.